Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Good morning and welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I want to Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. You're giving me a crooked eye. I'm just looking at you, trying oh. to figure out what happened to you. The volume went in, a little in and out. I don't know what's going on there. We'll blame it on TJ. Patrick's off kilter this morning. Be be aware. I'm always on kilter. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't even know what that means. Got your golf golf sweater on? I do. I look like a uh, like one of you guys, like one of y'all golfers there. Man, it's getting a little... I don't know. You wake up, you see it's supposed to be 70-something degrees, and then you go out and you don't dress it, and I'm chilly all morning. And then I'm sweating <laughs> in the afternoon. I can't find a happy medium. It's my cold nature hind in. This is a type of weather where kids lose jackets on the reg. We went to a uh, Scarlet's playing softball. I think you know that. She got the game ball at the last game, which we were really proud of. And we were leaving. It's behind old Providence Elementary School. And there was like 27 jackets scattered across the playground where kids had left them from the day before. Because you're right. You get up, it's like mid 40s, so you throw on the coat. Then by the end of the day, you're taking it off. And those jokers are so excited to get back into the classroom and learn. They just leave the coat on the playground. I mean, my problem is I leave my pants everywhere. I sweat. <laughs> break my, take these jeans off. They go. You got to get them. I mean, come on, man. When you got on boxers, like shorts. I got gotcha. you. Same thing. No, man. I've got like the same. I get, you I just like, got to turn your boxers on backwards so you see so everything stays in place. <laughs> I had something to say, but you just kind of. <laughs> I got nothing now. But I was going to. Here's what I was going to say. I was, was going to say, I don't know if you're like me, but I get home. You're right. There's like an old pair of basketball shorts, or they're, they're the free flies. I think I got over yeah. at the sporting gent. They're about 12 years old now that don't look so great. But I mean, throw those jokers on. I'm oh, in like man. comfort mode. Relax. Yeah. That's good. No socks, no shoes. No, I was just trying to bring some humor to our audience this morning. I think we all got it. It was good, clean humor. It was clean humor. <laughs> well, it could have gone a little no, bit on the, man, on the question mark there. But we keep it on the balance beam here on the At Home with Roby That's show. That's good. For the most part. That's good. So how you doing? I'm great. You good? I am. I went, uh, went quail hunting the other day. Mm. That was fun down in South Carolina below Camden. How'd you do? I had a good time. <laughs> TJ asked me when we walked in the studio. I said I've been hunting. He said, "Did you get anything?" I said, "Man, we hunting fake quail. You you definitely get some." <laughs> the I mean, those things are still dizzy from the morning set out. <laughs> I've been and I got a buddy that goes. He's a real hunter, Clark Stewart. And he, every time I go, I've been quail hunting with him about 10 times, different places. And every time I go, he asks him, he's like, so how do you do your quail? Do you quail? There's not any natural quail, really, I don't think, in this region anymore. I think there used to be a lot of them, and, and the predators got them and stuff. Uh, so he asked that question. I always like to hear these people's answer. And I was like, no, nah, yeah, we set them out at the beginning of the season. And then, you know, yeah, right, you set these out at 30 minutes ago. Like, <laughs> if it starts walking on two legs and it starts going gobble, gobble, it's not a quail. Oh, really? No. 
What is that, a chicken? Yeah. It might be a little easier to shoot. I don't know. We had a good time. It's fun. I love eating quail, though. It's pretty good. Reagan won't eat quail. She says it's too tedious. It's like crab legs. Too much work to get to the... Get to the good stuff. Whoa, what kind of crab is we talking about? We talking about blue crab or king crab? I mean, some of them aren't so hard to get at. The the, the ones that you get uh, at the general fish camp. The ge- Okay. I think they're king. King. <laughs> king crab. The redneck crab leg. Like, when you, <laughs> like you get it to all you can like eat when at you're like beach. nine and you think you're rich. <laughs> Dad, Daddy, I get crab legs. He says, son, you, you getting clam legs, boy. <laughs> Man, we used to do that in high school. We would go to uh, Panama City, well, really Destin, San Destin area, and there was a place, I think it was $21, and it was all-you-can-eat crab legs. I don't think anybody ate for like two days up into that thing, and we didn't feel like we were, that was like our, our food budget for the whole week. I used to, yeah, I would actually get a good piece of crab meat, you know, still had the shell on where my pinchers, my, my fingers are, and then I would just eat like four cups of butter off yeah. that joker. <laughs> That's it. That's it. And the butter starts cooling down. You know, it gets that little <laughs> film on of, top yeah. of it. Gets a little. That's when you really just gotta take to it, it to the head. That's. <laughs> it's like and dipping I, a. Uh, it's like dipping a, 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 a an apple into caramel when the butter gets like that. Oh, it kind of sticks around then the sides. I, then I grew up and I figured out I had high cholesterol. Oh, you're all worried about on that. That's 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 I mean, it's hereditary. It can be a lot of different things. Um, the high at home with Rob Roby show gives you high blood pressure. No, it gives me good blood pressure. <laughs> yeah, no, it helps relieve my. It's a valve reliever stress. Yeah, you can always tell. I think that this is you know this is we talk about this all the time. This is who we really are. On the first segment, we're just joking around, having a good time. Hopefully, you know the the point of the show, trends you always say is you want to listen, learn something, laugh a little bit, and have a little fun with us. That's fun. Make hopefully spawn some thought. Yes. Both memory lane thought and also uh, some business thought. And that thought could be those guys are idiots. And we're okay with that, too. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I'll fall on the sword. There you go. There you go. So our guest today is Jim Rhodes uh, with Wayne Brothers. Yeah. They are actually doing a lot of work beside our office, which is diagonally across the street. I'm over here looking at Jim. Man, it's so fun having people back in the studio. It, it is awesome. And, and what's fascinating about Wayne Brothers is you got I mean, a conglomerate of different businesses from a lot of different areas in, in, in the construction spectrum along with other things. So I know they have a ton to talk about. Or Jim has a ton to talk about. They're in the brewery game too, man. Huh? Really? Oh, yeah. Didn't, didn't know that. I can't oh. wait to learn. I in the elevator shaft game from what I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big old joker over there, isn't it? It's good. Like the tower... I'm gonna go stand in there and look down on myself. Well, I mean, if you haven't been, we, we, how many times have we said? But really, go down the West Boulevard corridor now, and it's just such a different. You feel. mean you mean West Moorhead? Did I say West? I said West Boulevard. We're on West Moorhead. It's a different street, West Moorhead. Thank you. And it's up. It's up because you're going climbing the hill. I did say come on down, didn't I? I don't know what you're saying. I'm excited. Most about times what's I don't going. either. I'm excited that Legion Brewing across the street's about to open. Can't wait for that to happen. We yeah. walked in there the other day. I'm sure those people so are tired of me cool. walking through there. <laughs> Get out of here! Like, who is this guy? It's like, our job site. We're not open fun. yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I'm excited to learn uh, all the facets of Wayne Brothers uh, from Jim when he comes home. You're listening to At Home with Roby. Thanks for joining. We'll be back. 
Welcome back at Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. If you missed the first segment, always can check us out on the podcast. We 24-7 on the At Home with Roby show. You can always go listen anytime you want. But today we got a special guest, Jim Rhodes from Wayne Brothers. Jim, welcome to the show, my friend. Uh, we know a little bit about your company, but I know you're going to tell us a whole lot more. Yeah, thanks for having me today. It's good to be here with you guys. Yeah, no. So... I guess we met through Brandon Lowerman, right? We did, yeah. He's one of our senior project managers. I think that there's a church affiliation there, and yep. we went and had lunch one day, so it was great. I'm friends with his father and, and met him a couple of times. And then through YPO, I met with your, one of your best friends in life, college roommates. Yeah, we, well, we played baseball against each other in high school. Competitors there ended up at NC State together and, and just got to be good buddies. Never actually lived together at State, but have been good friends since and in the same industry and just, you know, confidants and buddies and all that sort of stuff so jared cheney's a great man jared cheney builds bridges and tunnels uh and he's been on the show if you ha- hadn't checked it out it's probably about eight months ago mm-hmm. uh jared was on the show just to go check it out well it's nice to have you jim yeah thanks for having me it's fun to be here yes sir we'll definitely have some fun that's for sure um so give us give us a rundown because i know wayne brothers a lot of people are familiar with your business but there's a lot of things about the company that 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 they might not be familiar with and i know you guys are sort of like the roby family you have your hands in more than just one or two things yeah yeah that, it, it is kind of cool when trent and i first had lunch together patrick uh, yeah. th- three of us and matt and brandon we one of the things we said was very similar how the companies are set up we don't do the same things but we we kind of have a, a similar hierarchy and so just like ram a roby family of companies we have wayne brothers companies and that's kind of sits above everything and then we've got wayne brothers incorporated which is the construction arm and we do civil concrete and industrial work there yes. have different divisions under each one of those that we can get into if you want uh, but then we also have pcs which is preferred construction supply and that handles, it's a distributor that handles, sells our sales materials, but we also deal with outside clients there as well. And then we got Southern Engineering, um, which is a lot of different laws around engineering and what construction companies can and can't own inside their business. So we have a separate entity that does all of our engineering for all of our design, build, specialty trade work. So those are, that's kind of the, the umbrella and then all the three different companies that are underneath it. And, and uh, all of that uh, just goes to having a lot of good people that work together and try to put construction work in place. So a lot of good stuff going on there. So are there are there Wayne brothers? There are. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> tell me about the history of the company. We not to be confused with Wayans brothers. I was about the way he said it. I was like, I'm gonna say- get you sucker. The <laughs> best the best Wayans movie ever. If you've never seen it, I'm gonna get you sucker. Uh, it's it's funny. And Major Payne's good too. Didn't they hit They're each other good. with it? Yeah, it was in Living Color back in the day. Back yeah. way, like old we, school. We can go spend an hour just on the Wayans brothers if y'all want to. That's all about <laughs> Let's our age. Let's do that. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It is funny. We'll show up and every it, it, just whether people mispronounce it or it's it's either wayne's brothers like there's one guy named wayne and he has brothers or the way ann's brothers but it's it actually started in 1985 with the two wayne brothers eric and keith and, there you go um and and uh eric retired out of the business around 2004 2005 keith is is still our president and ceo is still there every day you can't hardly beat him to the office um helping run the day-to-day and um and then there's a, a group of us that uh that are partners and help run the business and uh, it's just it's been awesome to be a part of and and then to watch it grow um, Keith's visions really come to life through this company and you know over 500 families impacted because we get our our 
daily bread from from Wayne Brothers and, and everything that. we could do. So it's so cool started in '85. What was the business line that started the business? Concrete works. It started had a vision of um, of doing turnkey concrete work. We're back back in 1985, that really turnkey wasn't a thing, especially as it relates to concrete work. And Keith and his brother Eric said, you know, we we think we can do this a little bit better by providing a full turnkey service as opposed to having all these general contractors just piece it out. Um, so, you know, and I, of course I wasn't around the business in 85, but to hear them tell it, they just do anything. I mean, they were, uh, yeah. started in Kannapolis, Davidson area. And so they were in Cannon Mills, hanging door frames or, you know, doing whatever general carpentry if you needed them to. Uh, but with the, the intent that we're going to go and build this as a turnkey concrete company and, uh, you get on into the nineties and then somebody says, Hey, well, y'all done pretty good putting this building pad or, or excuse me, building on this building pad. Y'all want to try to put it to grade and yeah, we'll do that. And then how about that parking lot? And then. Next thing you know, the Graydon Group was kind of huh. kind of came to life, and um, that's now what we you know we we seem to always make things fancier than they need to be. But now it's called civil and infrastructure, right? So the Graydon Group, civil and infrastructure, so the concrete and civil, and then and then because we did a lot of concrete work over the years, um, we had a lot of manufacturing clients that needed to put in a new line or do something like that. So then that's where our industrial services group grew out of was going back and servicing those clients we'd previously done new construction for. Um, and, and, and since then we've grown, you know, we've got a geotechnical unit that's underneath our civil department. So we'll do the turnkey site work, but we'll also do deep foundations, ground improvement, soil retention. And then on the industrial side, we talked about this a little bit earlier. We'll do, uh, not just the concrete work, but setting the equipment and doing the process piping, especially, you know, we love breweries for the construction work and for what comes out of them. Right. So we, we participated there. So just a, a cool story about following our clients, figuring out what they need and trying to provide a better level of service to them. I like how we said the geotechnical. I don't know if there was a pun intended there. It fell under the civil part. That uh, seems to go hand in hand there. But uh, the process piping thing is cool too. Is that is that something newer that you guys have done recently? Or you know, uh, I should know the exact time frame. No, I, I feel like everything runs together, especially with COVID. I, f- I feel like it was just last year that the world shut down. But it, you know, so we, it's uh, it's been six or seven years since we started that business, and and we've grown over the last two. I think we talked about y'all may have known John with fruition acquired fruition, and he's really been great to add to our team from a management leadership standpoint but also just his knowledge and and breadth of reputation in the industry so um that's how we got involved with uh with some of these brewers that we've been talking about which is great that's cool i i mean that thing is awesome I, I to be able to vertically integrate your business obviously is what what we try to do and, and find areas to, to streamline your client mm-hmm. right uh, what are you doing? So next door to our office, which is across the street, diagonally across the street from here. I mean, he's got it surrounded, they're, doesn't he? They're building apartment building complex yep. building. Yep. Has a lot of concrete, a lot of grading. What right. all are y'all doing on that project? Can you tell that? Yeah, yeah. Our our main goal was to clog traffic up. <laughs> You've done really good success. at success. Yeah. Well, uh, and I have to give out give a shout out to all our whole crew over there. Everybody, you know, Bruce is our superintendent, and he's got an awesome crew. And if I named one, I have to name all of them. But but the one person I will name, her name's Jade, and she's been the one that's been out there directing traffic. I've seen and, her, and she is a bulldog. Don't you get stopped in the wrong spot? She'll get you going. Uh, but but that that's been awesome. Uh, that's been a cool project. But it's a tight site. Y'all see, it's a postage stamp, and and we, there's a lot of concrete that needs to get in out of there. There's a lot of dirt that needs to get out of there. And then we, you know, we had a detention system that was about 30 feet in the ground and almost 100 pieces. It's wow. got to come in and out in a day, day and a half as well. So, um, but we're, we did the turnkey site work um, and uh, um, all the excavation, all the utilities. And that's why we've been in the road the most. And even at night, if you drove through here at midnight, that's when most of the work's been going on in the road with some Charlotte water and, and 
uh, sewer and storm that's coming up and up west moorhead well somebody that burns up uh the, the intersection between wilkinson and 2000 west moorhead going back and forth about four times a day i know miss jade i know exactly who you're talking about because <laughs> yeah. usually i'm the one that's not paying attention to her and she lets me know hey i better start paying attention so I, she commands some respect she was the best person for that job that's oh, for yeah. sure yeah that's but, good uh, you gotta be tough yeah, but you're, the people that all represent Wayne have all been you know, so friendly and so kind. Yeah, and uh, awesome. I catch some of the guys in the front doing their toolbox talk as I'm parking and you know coming over to the Andrew Roby office. And uh, seems like you guys got a pretty tight knit group. Yeah, that, that's it. You know, you want to build a culture, and are we exactly where we want to be? Or we always do exactly what we hope we're going to do? Not always, but you you want to build that Wayne Brothers is you had a family feel. When I started, you know, we we're a smaller group, and everybody knew each other. We did a lot of hunting, fishing camping whatever you name it did all that together and uh it's harder we're now across the entire southeast we got three offices and uh, a lot more people so it's harder to do that but we try to do our best to have that tight family feel wherever we can where are your where are your other two offices so headquarters in davidson we've got one just outside of nashville tennessee oh, and wow. one down in charleston south carolina Nashville been a good business location it's, it's, for you guys. It's been awesome for us. You know, we we uh, we're not doing so much in the city, like inside the river of in Nashville. Um, we stick mostly manufacturing, industrial kind of out yeah. in the hinterlands, but it's been great for us. I mean, we're growing now. We're kind of following their lead on industrial. Yeah, here in this region, it's it's, it's going bonkers. It is crazy what's going on, <laughs> and it, it makes a lot of sense, I guess. It is. Randy Burris uh, in the industrial door business been on our radio show a couple times. Uh, you know, he had an office before he sold that business in Nashville. And five, ten years ago, all we would talk about is the industrial door systems and loading docks and all that. And I'm like, it's crazy, all this industrial. And then now it's exactly what's happening in Charlotte and, and Gastonia and Concord Greensboro and Rock Hill, everywhere. Yeah. That's it. And, and from everything you hear, absorption still outpacing construction. So you're just going to keep on rolling. Amen. Let's go. Hey, Jim, will you stick around for another segment? This is fun. I'd love to. You're listening to Jim Rhodes on the At Home with Roby show. Jim Rhodes with Wayne's Brothers when we return. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm a Trent Haston from the Roby Family of Companies. We are your hosts. If you haven't heard the first couple of segments, go back, hit the podcast. You can always listen to us, Trent. So I have to say this. Jim Rhodes is our guest strapping young man he's dusty's son dusty Woo! he did a body dusty slam Rhodes. yeah i know we'll dusty show him that Rhodes later my favorite wrestler was he no sorry i interrupted your thought go ahead <laughs> and we were talking about him playing uh club baseball at nc state with our buddy jared right and yeah. i was a high school baseball player thought i was yep. something but what am i i mean i'm five nine now and uh you know popping popping a little more than 150 and, and, and back then I was probably 5'9 and popping about 115, 120 when about I was in high school. 105. And training all the time and had good batting average. And the scouts started showing up my junior year, and they weren't looking at me. They, they cared about somebody that didn't have as good a batting average, but they were yeah. stronger and, and had, had more pedigree. Let, let me tell you something. You want to be humble when it comes to baseball, and I think this has happened to you recently. The Roby family of companies has started a softball team. Yeah. I made my first trek out there uh, last Wednesday. Two fly balls over the head. I almost whiffed. Or I did whiff one. Almost struck out. I mean, it. I got some kudos to those people that stay in did baseball shape. We lost 21-3. to three. <laughs> Oh, I thought y'all won. 
I wasn't supposed to say the score. I couldn't understand all y'all's texts. It was sworn to secrecy. I was I was out on that hunting that's, trip. That's between me, you, Jim, and everybody so, else in so Charlotte. So to finish my story, if you're still paying attention, <laughs> audience, uh, <laughs> the scouts weren't looking at me. I went four for five or something. I get in the truck. My dad's taking me home. I look at my dad. I said, I said, what did you do to me? And he looked at me and said, so what are you talking about? I said, this body, what you – I finally figured out that I wasn't going to be a college athlete. Yeah. And he says, son, I've told you you got to work hard, boy. You, you bet you're, you're going to make it on studying hard and working hard. Sports aren't your thing, but get, keep playing hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm, no, believe me, I'm in the same boat. I, I mentioned y'all earlier. I've been the same size since I was in middle school. And I thought I was going pro and well, everything. Well, you were a big middle schooler. I was about to say, <laughs> I mean, 6'2". Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. it literally hadn't grown since I was 12. So it, I, basically, I peaked in middle school athletically, and it's been downhill ever since. We talk about that a lot You're here. You're probably a pretty daggone good high school athlete. I never we saw a peak. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, see, you were talking about look, club baseball in college. You said you went to is NC State. I did. What did you study at NC State? Civil engineering. Civil engineering. There yeah. you go. And yeah. so then you came out of NC State and went right to Wayne Brothers, not Wayne Brothers. That's exactly. Wayne Brothers. Yeah. Uh, and so you started there right out of school? I did. I met Keith Wayne, uh, who we talked about in the first yeah. segment, one of the founders at, at a career fair. You know, oh, man. And, uh, you know, Keith's always uh, valued being really into the business. You know, how many presidents and CEOs do you know just go stand at a booth at a career fair for a bunch of knucklehead 18 to 22-year-olds? And I'll be real honest, I didn't know much about Wayne Brothers. I've told Keith the story. I tell everybody the story. And, um, you know, I knew what I wanted to do because I'd done a number of different internships and stuff sure. like that. But I wasn't sure of all the different companies that I could do that with. And um, I was standing in line for a big heavy highway road builder because I knew I wanted to go move dirt and lay pipe and build roads and do stuff like that. And I guess every other civil engineering student at NC State had the exact same plan. And there was a, about a 10 or 12 person line. And that line that I got in the back of ended at Wayne Brothers booth. And uh, struck up a conversation with Keith. Best thing I ever did. Best thing ever happened to me and my family. It's been great ever what since. What year was that? That was in 2004. And okay. then I started with, with Wayne Brothers in 2005. That is cool. Cool yeah. story. So, yeah. so you were at NC State during Phil, Philip Rivers. Phil time. Rivers. Yeah. The glory days. Oh, man. They used to, y'all used to crush us. Probably North Carolina, too. But we'll, we'll Y'all get been paying us back ever since. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> So, so walk through your career. I mean, obviously, we, you're vice president of the company now, and you, you just, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure you started there in 05. Yeah. Um, yeah, I started. So we, the, we had what was called the Graydon Group back then. Yeah. Um, and had a guy named Dave Ashworth who was running it. Um, we had five Ashworth brothers. That's another just great story I could tell you. Five Ashworth brothers that came out of West Virginia, and, um, you know, each one of them has their own story on how they got there. <laughs> but they, they were the backbone of Wayne Brothers. They built this place. So we owe really? a lot to them. Bruce Ashworth is one of the Ashworth brothers who's over there on that West Moore project i mentioned earlier um he's been here for a while and just just a great family um but uh david was who i reported to when i started here and 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 he left the company a couple years later and um and then the economy kind of went downhill yeah and um you know there's a lot of things that fell into place and it basically got to the point where the economy is so rough are we are we going to go try to hire somebody to replace david and be my boss or are we just going to keep on chugging and hope we can get it put together? And by the time we came out of the um, out of that little recession, uh, I'd learned enough to somewhat uh, be a project manager. And we had a couple of superintendents that knew what they were doing, who were older than me, and could keep me out of the ditch. And we just started plugging along and steadily building and building and building, and and eventually uh, got to manage the group, and and then luckily got to be asked to be a a partner in the business and, wow. and get a, a, you know, not that titles mean anything, but be vice president and 
Um, it's just been great uh, because it's a lot of the same people that I grew up with uh, in the company that helped that helped show me uh, the ropes. And now we've got a whole new generation of kids coming up. And um, kids, man, I, f- I feel like I'm young and I'm calling people kids. But, we, you know, we've got good people that are coming up through the business. And the same people that helped train me are training them. And it's uh, it's great. That's, that's a wonderful story. Now, you called 0809 a little recession. little, just a small one, right? Just a blip, right? <laughs> Good yeah. golly. Well, I, I'm going to give you news there, pal. That was the biggest recession that my dad had seen in his lifetime. And, and I hope it's the biggest uh, yeah. one any of us see. I, I think it was one of the biggest that America's seen. Yeah. Uh, cl- close and relative, I guess, in some ways to the Great Depression. Hopefully yeah. we don't have another one of those for a long time. Right. Well, you know, we, we were those kids when it was going through that you're talking about. I mean, we mm-hmm. were the we were the young group that sort of the next group coming in. All of us are similar in age mm-hmm. when that happened. And like, I, I remember when it happened, I didn't really understand what, what the whole magnitude was, probably because I didn't know any better. I mean, we felt it and, and experienced it. But man, I mean, that that's kind of what we're at now is it's been so long where we've had that feeling of, of really like, hey, where's the next thing coming from mm-hmm. that... Uh, you know, it's, it's causing the labor issues that we have now to become worse because there isn't that that appreciation for what you have. It's sort of like you just always think it's going to be there, and hopefully it is, but you just, you just really don't know. I'll tell you what, that's the biggest thing we battle on a daily basis. What's out ahead of us and how are we going to find the people and the materials to go get yes. it done? Um, but, you, you know, that you can't you, you try to just focus on what you can control right so you can't control the economy you can't control the virus you can't control any That's of that exactly other stuff right. that we're dealing with but but you can control how you react to all those things and um it, and we especially want when we're growing you know, like i said earlier in the first segment you don't always get it done the way you want to but the way you intend to grow is with the culture in the same way that you came up and and hopefully we can just keep uh organically growing with and bringing people along the way that i got brought along and the way other people that are in our business got brought along so that when we, we train the next generation they're getting trained the same way that we did well it's it's culture and values right i mean that's i think you alluded to both those things in in your last statement and and it was i I wanted to say this when you started talking about all the different entities that that you all touch with wayne brothers it it really that core fabric with core values and and the culture and the the determination and really who you are as people i mean trent talks about this all the time if we can find somebody that bolts onto the roby family we might do a lot of different things but at the end of the day we all kind of have the same beliefs and same values and that's sort of what makes it work to keep it to keep it together at least yeah that's exactly right any relationship whether you're talking about business sure. family wife i mean if you go get married to somebody you don't share the same values it's not gonna last very long and <laughs> you mean my wife are total polar opposites i'm kind of outgoing and and she's a little reserved accountant and uh but we believe the same things and we're and we're heading in the same direction for the most part as much as she doesn't like to admit it and neither do i every once in a while and we're joking around with each <laughs> oh, other come on but uh we but can't th- relate <laughs> <laughs> But it's the same thing in business. Yeah. Um, yeah, you've got to have uh, you've got to have your north star that you're heading towards, and if you're not, or if everybody's heading towards a different one, you're not going to get there. So I want to know a little bit. Uh, we'll ask you back on the beginning of the last time. I want to know a little bit about these Ashworth brothers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, hold on. I have a I have a theory on that. I used to work with a guy at West Virginia when there were several. There were tons of guys from West Virginia in mm-hmm. an old career. And I finally asked him, like, man, why are all these West Virginia people in Charlotte? You know the answer, right? Oh, yeah. You, you, you want me to tell you? We ran out of gas. Yeah. Yeah, it's one take of gas away, right? 
<laughs> so that's that's, that's a that common right? thing. That's, that's what they that, say. That's the joke. That's the you joke. know, and only wow. somebody from West Virginia can really tell you if that's the truth or not. But it's a tank of gas away. <laughs> I'm not going to question them. Uh, yeah. You know, these guys can be pretty tough. They're they're, uh, they're hardworking fellas, most of them. So I, know, uh, I, I joke around and say Bruce and his brothers used to play frisbee with manhole covers back in the day. <laughs> you know, they're rough and tumble. <laughs> Big boys. You don't want to take one of those to the grill. Good <laughs> gosh. Well, well, now that we have you in the studio, we'll let you come on for a few minutes in the last segment. Oh, uh, man, look at that. Jim Jim Rhodes, Wayne Brothers, when we return with At Home at Roby Show. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts just finished up. Actually, we didn't. He's still here. Look, he's, he's still, still here. here. He's the first guy that got to stick around in a while since COVID. Can't get rid of me. Jim wow, he's coming strong. Rhodes. I don't think Jared got a, any fourth segment action. I'm going to have to remind him of that. Please do. Yeah, Will you do that for me? As soon as we get out of here. So First uh, call. Yeah, take that. Yeah, I'm going on a, on a golf trip. Uh, I'll see Jared here in about four weeks, I think. Uh, he's never missed a golf trip. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> they do some cool stuff though. Built, I mean, I told him my dad always wanted to build a bridge. That was his thing. And he deserves a lot of credit. He came on very early on in the the life cycle of that company, and he's got some good partners that are with him that helped build it. But they did an awesome job. That's good. That's good. So tell me about the Ashworth brothers. His brothers? They're brothers of five of them from West Virginia. What, do you know what what, what part? Where one is? one tank away, Patrick. Um, it's all the same. I mean, yeah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. It's not. I'm not trying to offend anybody from West Virginia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't offend these guys. No, they're hard to offend though. So that, you got that going for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm geographically challenged as far as it goes from West Virginia. I just know they are from. West Virginia. I gotcha. <laughs> I, if you, that little circle in the you, middle. Of, if you missed the last segment, these guys play frisbee with manhole covers. Yeah. What's don't, a manhole cover weigh? About a hundred and twenty pounds. I don't know. I never pick them up. They're a lot <laughs> heavier when you got to pick them up. Yeah, they no, I, I, I do. I'm joking. That yeah, they're fifty to one hundred pounds. I mean, they're they're oh, they're no. heavy. Big casting, and you know, they got to be got traffic on them. So but yeah, they're 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 great guys. And if you ever if you need somebody in a uh, back alley fight or you need somebody to teach you how to do something or you just need a confidant to tell to help talk you off the ledge when you're about to go crazy all they can all do any of it added bonus to all that they're also in the concrete business yes sir <laughs> and did they all come down together <laughs> that's a funny story they, they didn't and, I, and we'd be here all day if i and and i wouldn't get it all right but the first two that came down are john and david and you know this will speak to you know, uh, Keith and Eric and kind of the vision that they had. They, this labor shortage is not new. It's much more acute now than it's yes. ever been. Mm-hmm. But even back in the 80s, we needed people. Um, and it's, yeah. it's hard to find good help. We've said that for a thousand years. And uh, so they heard some of the coal mines were shutting down up in West Virginia. And so they just put an ad up in the newspapers in West Virginia around some of these coal mines that they'd wow. heard were starting to slow down. And and uh, it and whether I, I don't think John was uh, he was the first one to come down. I don't think he was doing anything related to the coal mines. He may uh, he may tell me different because I think he's done a little bit of everything. But he answered the ad and came down and went to work. And I don't know, Wayne Brothers was probably 40 or 50 people at that time working in different areas. But you didn't have internet. You didn't have yeah, – not yeah. everybody had a cell phone right. back then, so the connection wasn't as much. Well, then next thing you know, they've got David coming down. And, and, and the story goes, Bobby Phillips, uh, who, who's since retired but was a partner in the business and, and started very shortly after it was founded, uh, interviewed David Ashworth and said, all right, David Ashworth, you in relation to John? He said, yeah, well, that's my brother. He said, well, he works here. He says, really? You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's how the first two brothers got down here. I'm sure they started calling oh, yeah, home after yeah. that. 
and I have no idea how much. But David that's can tell funny. a good story now, so I have no idea. John and Dave would have to tell us if that was true or not. But from everything I've heard, that's the truth. We might need to get them on the radio show. No offense, you're wonderful, <laughs> but these are this is a good kind well, of story here. You need two hours, and they're better than me. Well, that's well, it. They might great. take our jobs. I mean, <laughs> we had an off-site last week or earlier this week. Uh, we're doing an EOS system with our leadership. Oh, yeah, Patrick, Patrick's taking the lead great mm-hmm. and talking about our culture and, and hiring from within, mm-hmm. which which I, a trait I really like. I mean, mm-hmm. I always want to bring people up through the system mm-hmm. versus hire from the outside. But I always talk about our diversity, uh, you know, whether it be race, nationality, gender in the mm-hmm. construction business, and say, if you really love where you work, number one, I want your children – they don't have to want to work at, at the Roby family of companies, but I want them thinking of us as a pinnacle type of business. Mm-hmm. That's the type of business they want to work at. Right. And they, and they might want to work for us. That's a true testament to whether we're really doing it or not. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, get call your friends and family. Yeah. You know, you live in a neighborhood. You live in an apartment complex. You live somewhere. You know who's good and who's not good, and if you really like what you're doing, bring them on. That's exactly Sounds right. Sounds like that's what the Ashworths did. They did, and they did, and hopefully we can continue to earn that trust with all of our guys so we can get some more good family members that and friends cool. in. That is cool. I bet there's a couple bad Ashworths that hadn't come down yet. They hadn't, they hadn't, <laughs> like, really? I'd hate to meet them if there are. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny well man jim it's been awesome having you uh something we do with folks is put them on the spot and ask them what is one thing that you live by one principle whether it be business family life yeah give us one principle that you live by man there's a lot out there but I, everything's connected is the, is the biggest one for me i mean we first walked in you know we go to the same church sure. and you and i had a couple of different spider webs coming together yep. And what you put out there in the world is going to come back to you in one way or another. And it can either be good or it can be bad. And even if it doesn't, as long as it's good, the rising tide lifts all boats, right? So just just do good. Everything's connected. And if you keep doing the right things, it'll, it'll eventually work out for you. Amen. I always talk about life as sales because it's all and it's more for enjoyment rather than what am i getting out but people have their hand out oh i need a return on this and then i never look for a return and if you do it right and treat others the way you want to be treated it'll come back to you and your family and your network and your friends so uh, exactly well how, how can people look you up jim yeah, uh, uh, com is our website. That tells all about our, our business. Um, and I, I'm not too big on social media, but I think you can find me on LinkedIn at, at Jim Rhodes. And, and, yeah, go to our website, reach out to us, and I'd love to talk to anybody, uh, whether we're talking about the construction industry as a whole, how to uh, how to improve ourselves, how to uh, hire and recruit and do better, you know, any of that sort of stuff. So reach out to me. I love talking about this sort of stuff. Patrick, you got anything? I don't. I don't, other than thank you for coming. We appreciate you having you on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's been great. It has been great, man. You did awesome. I hope that I hope those elevator shafts stay standing for, <laughs> for, for half a century at least uh, next to us. Yeah, we'll make sure. At least they won't be lo- leaning towards your building, right? <laughs> thank you. Yeah, have them lean up the hill. Hey, thanks for listening to us today. Uh, go do the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. Have a wonderful Sunday. You've been listening to the At Home with Roby Show.